time is now 1.31 and you're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Thursday afternoon. Let's turn to the first part of today's program and that is Trash Talk. This week on Trash Talk, we're talking about hand sanitizers as they are now a must-haves in our daily lives. But they also add to the large number of plastic containers in use during the pandemic. The general manager of Safe Plus Sound, Sam Bayer, talks to Marcy Trent Long about an innovative project that aims to make sanitizers more sustainable. Hey, Trash Talk listeners. We've recently been covering topics having to do with waste during the pandemic. And today we turn to a big single-use plastic waste problem, hand sanitizers. Because nowadays, hand sanitizers are like part of our life, right? You walk into a shop, an office, a public space, and they all have stands for us to clean our hands before we go in. So here on Trash Talk, we're always looking for more sustainable alternatives. And today with us is the general manager of Safe Plus Sound, Sam Beer, and he's going to talk about an innovative project that they hope will close the loop with hand sanitizers. Welcome to the show, Sam. Thanks very much. Uh, appreciate <laughs> the welcome. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the background and mission of Safe Plus Sound. Yeah, sure, no problem. Well, as you just nicely kicked off, Safe and Sound was really born out of the increase and the rise in incredible amount of plastic waste and waste generated by not just COVID, but also by the, the use of these types of product. Um, they are part of our lives, have been for a while, but have obviously increased hugely. So Safe and Sound was really a, a way for us to try to close the loop in terms of a, a sustainable model, but also reduce that single plastic, um, reduce the waste that was being generated and sent to landfill, and then see if we could do it in a way that was not only about the sustainable message, but also deliver it in a in a smart way, in a way that's a, maybe a little bit more attractive to the to the to the property, to the building, to the to the maybe the, the cafe or the restaurant or the hotel, whoever it is that, that that's using it, and trying to position those products as smartly as we can do, as well as delivering the actual liquid and material to the client, to the person, to the customer, as safely as possible. And that's really the story behind Safe and Sound. It's about a more sustainable uh, mission to be able to deliver this problem that we all need. It's a, it's an issue. We need the hand sanitizer. Um, available to everybody, but we need to be able to do it in a way that's uh, environmentally friendly, has socially some impact, but also is economically sound for the businesses and the purchases. Right. Okay. And so you can kind of break it up into different parts, right? So you've got the closed loop part, right? So luckily with you guys, you don't have to do the single, I don't have to carry my single use plastic, which of course I don't, mm -hmm. being with Trash Talk. Yeah. And, uh, put it on my hand. So then with your product, it's just one of those, maybe you can describe your product as I walk into the building and how that's circular. Sure. So I guess if I, yeah, I break it down into the, into the actual products and the offerings. So we'll start off with the physical product. So the first thing is the liquid itself, the sanitizer. The hand sanitizer, we went on to a mission to deal with the problem of this, of the alcohol-based scenario that's out there right now. You mean 
the cracked hands problem. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All of our hands we, are like completely chapped from. <laughs> absolutely. So yeah, the, and, and the reality of that is obviously, as you know, I'm sure you know, is the is the alcohol that it was in in that property, and the balances with the with the chemicals within there, unfortunately, do dry our hands. So that was a real problem. The other side to the problem with the alcohol based solution is that is essentially classified as a DG. It's a dangerous good. So the amount that you can physically store safely, how it would be transported, and how you should actually use that, whether it's coming, how it's being imported and put into a housing, it, it is, is a very tricky area. So we'll start off by going to see a chemist and working through um, a recipe to try to provide a uh, zero alcohol and as, um, and as little chemical as possible within in our sanitizer solution. After completing initial tests and having it um, approved and tested within a UK laboratory, we have all the necessary stamps and certification. It is now zero alcohol, vegan approved, paediatrician approved, dermatology tested, and also uh, kills virus, including COVID, bacteria, and uh, but also has a vitamin E content and a moisture content to make sure that your hands don't get chapped, <laughs> as we were just talking about. Thank you. Then, so it, 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 yeah, so, so it is kind of nice. It, it being it being non-alcohol does mean it is different. What we're used to is the alcohol obviously evaporates when you put it on the hand from the gel. With this, it stays a little it stays a little longer on the hand, but it really moisturises it. And through the day, it's quite nice. So, um, feedback from our clients so far has been been fantastic. And does it so have a little from the nice, sanitizer? Does it have a nicer fragrance than alcohol? So yeah, absolutely. Removing the alcohol means you you remove exactly. that kind of chemical <laughs> feeling and chemical smell, which is yeah, which none of us like when we're um, you know we all have our own scents and things like that as well. But you, what we're working towards now is we have currently an aloe uh, fragrance, um, but we're also working towards a zero scent, a, a no scent version because mm. there is a re requirement and a, and a demand for zero scent in, in in if you can imagine in maybe in a hotel for example where. Um, front of house where the where the clients walk in through the through the entrance, um, a, a scent would be okay. But back of house where maybe they're cooking in the sh in the in the kitchens or in the, in that sort of environment, they they don't want scent because of transference to food and things like that. So, huh. a zero scent offer um, offers them a, a total package and a, and it also helps them with their wellness credentials as well, which is is super important for mm. everybody now. So that's the physical liquid. Then we relooked and basically took a look at the dispensers. What do they look like? And honestly, that was quite a journey in that they're pretty ugly. Most of them are plasticky or they sit on a work surface and, you know, you're hand pumping furiously, which is absolutely the obvious, like opposite of what we should be doing with COVID. You know, as much as possible, it should touch less or, 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 or as, as much as possible, you shouldn't be kind of physically touching the appliance that everybody else that's using it is, is doing so. So we took a look at that and then we came up with our own design, some unique color options, and then a way to be able to not only have your temperature checked whilst you're taking the dispense, but also have your own branding. So clients, it's important if you're a, if you're a hotel or if you're a, a property, a real estate um, company, or um, could be a restaurant or an office even, 
you know, you can display your, your logo on, on the front of our product using a magnetic system that we've applied. So it means that you can brand it and it fits in with, with, with their own clients kind of needs from a marketing perspective, which also works. So arguably that in our opinion, of course, humble as we are, <laughs> we would say, you know, the most attractive looking dispensers in, in the market right now. And, and again, you know, we work in our, in, in, in our day to day, um, all of us that are connected to the company work very closely with the A&D community. So it's super important to make sure, you know, designers and architects take a look at these dispensers and say, actually, yeah, that's, that's great. We have a freestanding option, so it can be stood in a, in a, um, in a museum like an M plus, for example, or perhaps even on, on a counter, um, surface, maybe when you walk into an office and, and you know, or, or a doctor's surgery or something like that, where you need to come into a space. So we've got the solutions as far as the physical dispenser as well. One of the other things that we did with the dispenser is we, we looked at the formula and, and I, I think I'm pretty safe in saying that I don't think anyone else has done this, but we looked at the physical formula, the liquid and the dispenser, and then we really worked hard to m minimize the amount you need per dispense. Oh, interesting. And there are two reasons for that. One is that you don't want it sloshing all over, sloshing all over your hand and falling over the floor, which, you know. <laughs> Wiping it on your pants, you know. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. That kind of takes it's away not, the point yeah, of it all, not, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's not, yeah, not, not attractive. But from a second perspective, is that there's, a, there's an economical side to the, to the purchaser, to the, to the company who's, who, who's, who's buying from us. So a, a standard dispenser, Dispense is about one mil per dispense, and ours is set at about 0.6. So what that means is, for every five liters, obviously you're 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 gaining considerably on the amount of dispenses that you can take. So from that side, we've covered um, the economic side of things as well. Now the final stage to it is the circular bit, and that's really what we're you know talking about today. Other than the physical liquid, the circular side of it is to remove the plastic because the plastic is the huge problem, and that's what you know we're so concerned about. This part of it has been, you know, a real mission. Um, we've had to have a lot of advice uh, and to try to create a system to be able to close that loop. And essentially, it's not a new system in that things like, you know, gas and beer, for example, would be delivered in a stainless steel container to a ah. to a client and then and then exchanged when empty. That's what we're doing. So essentially, we've found we have a vessel, five liter vessels, which are, you know, nicely branded. Um, in, in our logos and then really what we do is we optimize we, we work with the client to work out how much they physically need and then we work a delivery plan for them and we deliver the full kegs if you like or full containers and <laughs> hand sanitizer kegs empties. that does take that takes keg to a new uh new level so great good yeah <laughs> so it, it's a simple model but it means that you know we can uh, we can limit the deliveries as well and it means that you know from a carbon emissions perspective from the delivery you know delivery side of things which is is where there is so much um expenditure on that facet then it really means that we can control that and then what we do the physical liquid if you like to get it into the containers then we we take a single large delivery to the to the factory where they clean and then refill those containers and, and then bring them back to us into our warehouse in Hong Kong. So all of those steps have been taken to reduce the plastic, reduce the kind of transport side of things and carbon emission, and then make sure that we're delivering to our clients what they need, not necessarily, you know, 
having a crazy store, um, a storage of, of the product. So that's how we've created the model. It's the product itself, the physical liquid, and how the, the care that we've taken to make sure that it's safe for the users, the, the, um, the physical delivery of that product through a very smart dispenser system. And then the final part is, the, is closing the loop, creating the way that we deliver it to our clients to make sure that, that you know, minimizing and stopping that plastic that we're all seeing. Yeah, boy, it sounds like you guys have been very, very thoughtful in the process. How, how long is it taken you guys to develop all this? Well, it's actually taken a lot longer than we'd imagine. <laughs> we, 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 uh, I think, yeah, you underestimate these things, but in the reality, you know, we've done it also during COVID, which has had its own challenges um, from, from a supply chain perspective. But, um, you know, we've been resolute with the idea that, you know, we won't compromise on this. You know, there are certain things we, you know, we're willing to accept. But from a sustainability perspective, we're really trying our best. Now, are we absolutely perfect? I'm, I'm sure. You know, some can pick some holes, but we've worked as hard as we can to make sure that this is uh, minimising the impact as, as, as possible. And uh, it did take a, a lot longer. I think we're now a year and a half, nearly, uh, maybe nearly two years into into the program, and we're really out there and and, and launching this now. We have a already secured some fantastic clients across Hong Kong, working with some brilliant partners and um, and they're delighted with the product and how we're working with them. So we're so excited and now we're at this point where really it's it's a getting to the sales process really now and, and starting to get out there and talk to people and, and get the message out. Yeah, that's great. Boy, it did take you a long time and then and it sounds like it was a bit of a passion project for you guys as well. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. I think, you know, the, the key people involved, Rob Wall from Jeb Group and Blake Ireland from, from Life Solutions, um, my, myself as, as a director as well and, and, and kind of running the day-to-day. -day. We were a relatively small team, um, but it was a, a mission that we all went on to make sure that we, you know, make some difference here. It's a, it was a huge problem for us, something that was staring us all in the face. We've got We've got good background in, in delivering projects and being able to deliver to, to people. Um, Blake from Life Solutions has fantastic service business, which is, is delivering all across Hong Kong and, and doing an amazing job there. So putting us all together um, into a team has, has meant that we've you know had real strength behind us to be able to deliver this. So really excited to, to, to see it it launch formally and, and really push it into the market. Well, I'm really excited to walk into buildings and not have chapped hands, chapped, you know, chapped dry hand <laughs> when I go in. So Sam, thanks yeah. so much for joining the show yeah. and everybody please, well, look out for Hi. safe plus sound. You might go to the website, you can check out the dispensers. You might not, and then you'll see what they look like and you'll know that the buildings you're going into are using them. Thanks so much, Sam. No problem. You'll certainly see the logos out there. The website's safeandsound.asia. We're on Instagram, Facebook, you know, LinkedIn. Check us out on there. Come to the website is the best place and hit contact us and we'll, we'll, we'll one of our staff would, would love to help you or, or just answer any questions about how we're, how we're doing our business. So, but thanks so much for the opportunity. Really appreciate to talk to you and the, and the chance to chat. You can find all the Trash Talk episodes on iTunes and the RTHK On The Go app. Thanks to our partners, Plastic Free Seas. If you like what you hear, I also host the Sustainable Asia podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube for a more in-depth look at sustainability issues here in Asia. Thank you very much indeed to Marcy Trent Long for this week's Trash Talk. Trash Talk will be back again next Monday. Mm -hmm.